all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Ah, feel the woe with Listerine at BJ's. You can save $2.50 now on Listerine products like Total Care Anti-Cavity Fluoride Fresh Mint Mouthwash or Cool Mint Pocket Packs Fresh Breath Strips at your nearest BJ's location. Experience the feeling of a million germs zapped in seconds with Listerine. Discount available through December 24th. Save now only at BJ's. You're about to experience a life-giving message from Bishop Kevin Foreman, the People's Bishop and Pastor of Harvest Church. We exist to lead people to totally love God, love people, and love life as one church in global locations. Find out more on our website at www.harvestchurch.church or get our app by texting the word HARVEST to the number 877-552-4746. Your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you in the app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Now, here's today's life-giving message. Let's go. I will not be distracted. Come on, lift your Bibles out. Let's make our confession of faith together. I am blessed because the life-giving message I'm about to hear will change what I do. In Jesus' name, amen. So God, we say have your way. Blue is the color of the royal priesthood. So God, I just pray that you're releasing a level of royalty and priesthood in the building. The fact that it won't change means it's prophesying. And we thank you, Father, that the moment we accept what you call us, the lights come on. The moment that we accept what you speak about us, Revelation 5.10, and you have made us kings and priests. And the moment we accept that is the moment everything changes. I need you to open your mouth and say, it's getting ready to happen. Come on, let's go to work. We're in week four of our series, Proverbs, which means wise sayings. You need wisdom. And the Bible says in James 1, 5, if any of you lacks wisdom, Bishop, how do I know what areas of my life lack wisdom? It's any area where there's lack. Pay attention. Your life is a report card of the areas where you lack wisdom. The Bible says that you have to be willing to admit where there's a lack of wisdom. If you keep going through the same thing over and over again, say there's a lack of wisdom. If you keep going through the same relationship issues, watch me. Maybe it's not them. Maybe it's both of y'all. And there's a lack of wisdom. If you keep going through the same financial issues, there's a lack of wisdom. If you keep going through the same business issues, there's a lack of wisdom. And watch me. Sometimes wisdom isn't changing them. Watch me. Wisdom says, let me change me. Because my issue is not them. My issue is how I let them affect me. Open up your mouth and say, Lord, I need wisdom. I Bible says, let him ask God, and God's going to give to you generously. How does he give you wisdom? God answers the prayer for wisdom in three primary ways. Number one, your leader. This is why we come to church. You do not come to church to hear what you already know. You come to church so that you can grow. See, part of church ought to be comfort, but can I be honest with you? The majority of church ought to be uncomfortable. What do you mean? This word ought to come at your life, and it ought to cut you like a Jinsu knife. Anybody remember that infomercial? 
It ought to chop you up. By the time you leave church, you ought to be bloody. Why? Not because God was beating you down, because he was building you up. And to build something up, you got to first cut away the dead stuff so that that which needs to live stays alive. I'm so glad you're not like the rest of your bloodline that wants to be comfortable. I'm so glad you're not a settler. I'm so glad you're a curse breaker, line crosser, boundary breaker, history maker. Somebody say, Lord, make me uncomfortable. I you know it's the real world word when it challenges you. You know it's the real word when it makes you say, you know what? I was pointing fingers at everybody else, but I came to church and all of a sudden there was a mirror turned on me. And I'm looking at the man in the mirror. I'm looking at the woman in the mirror saying, you better change your ways. Elbow somebody and say, this is why we come to church. This is why you can't get me to miss. Even before I was a pastor, you couldn't get me to miss church. Why? Because the message I miss might be the message I need the most. So I build my life around church. I don't build church into my life. Why? Because I want to see God blow my mind. I wasn't born to be average somebody. Like I wasn't born to just pay bills and die. I was born, you were born, we were born to rule and to reign and to conquer and to subdue. And to do that, I'm not going to do it in my comfort zone. Say, word of God, check me. Number two, number two, here's how you get wisdom. Not only your leader, this is why you come to church. God says, I'll give you shepherds after my own heart. Look at me. He didn't say, I'll give you a church after my own heart. He didn't say, listen, I'm, if I hear this word one more time, I'm just holler. I, I just in the community. He don't care about that. Not meaning that God doesn't want you to have other people that you can enjoy life with. That's not the point. My point is, God says, I didn't call you to community. I called you to a shepherd. I called you to a voice, and that voice speaks life into your life. Why is that important to understand? Because you will get offended by the community and then miss your shepherd. Because can I be honest? Everybody in here, watch me. Guess what? We all in the same hospital at the same time. And I need some of y'all to stop letting your issues with other people mess with church, mess with your serving, mess with your giving. Some of y'all won't even praise God because you got an issue with somebody. I rebuke you and your crazy attitude up in this building and online. It is not about other people. God called you to a shepherd and you will not separate me from my shepherd. I wish a ninja would. Number two, number two, pay attention. Number two, your labor. God is not going to waste anything that you've gone through, everything that you've gone through. God says, I want to use it for my glory. Pay attention. Even the areas where you thought you wasted time, God says, I will use that later on. It's kind of like when you're making a recipe. I can't cook, but I like watching cooking TV. Y'all waving. Is anybody else right there? Like, listen, I'll be looking. I say, ooh, that looks amazing. Let me order something because I'm not finna. <laughs> Ooh, that looks great. And then every now and then I'll go in that kitchen and I'll say, let me stop this. What are you even in here for? Turn around and walk out of the kitchen. In fact, I have a sign in my home that says, keep the kitchen clean, eat out. Yeah. Pay attention. There's certain things you have to prepare now, watch me, that aren't needed for the recipe yet. Shut up. Mm. I don't mean shut up little. I mean that's good to me. See, you thought you wasted that time in college. God says, oh no, we were just saving this until you were going to need it when you were 37. Who am I talking to? Who am I talking to? God says, no, I didn't waste anything. I'm going to use everything. Say, God's using everything I've been through. Number three, we talked about your losses. When you lose something, you go through the process of grief. And to lose something feels like hurt. Pay attention. So Sunday, we learned this. What hurt deepest actually helped most. We looked at three men. How many men? 
And the first man was Job. And we looked at Job's hurt, which is encapsulated in Job 16 and 14. Go back to last week's message and see what Job went through. In two days, Job loses everything except his crazy wife. Bishop, why you call her crazy? Because it is not wrong to properly identify fruit. Some of y'all get mad. You're judging me. No, I just called your fruit out. Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me. It is not wrong for me to call an apple an apple because an apple is an apple. What's wrong is to say that apple can't be something better than what it is. And for some of y'all, you need to stop getting mad that people call you on your fruit. And instead, you need to start producing better. Help somebody and say, produce better. You need to understand what the assignment is. You need to understand what the assignment is. I'll say it until you get it at 11.15. You need to understand what the assignment is. You getting mad at me because I called your fruit out. Fix your fruit then. Stop getting the attitude with me because I'm going to preach it whether you like it or whether you took. Why? Because a shepherd that loves his sheep doesn't mind taking his sheep off every now and then because my job is not to make you feel good. My job is to make your life better. I need you to release a praise that you got a shepherd that's not a punk. Go. Three, two, one. Say, preach, man of God. Watch me, because I understood what the assignment was. So watch. Job says this. He breaks me with wound upon wound. He breaks me. Come here. He breaks me. With wound upon wound. With wound upon wound. Watch me. Which means by the time I finally am just admitting that this happened, I'm getting wounded again. But the more I get wounded, I discover that it didn't kill me. It just got me to a place where I was on my face. In the Bible, they say lay prostrate. What does that mean? I shut everybody else out, and I had to close my eyes to focus on God. Why? There was no place lower I could go. I need to talk to somebody where you've had some low moments in your life where God got you on your face and said, you can't go no lower than this, which means it's only up from here. I am. He breaks me. With wound upon wound, he runs at me like a warrior, which means like a champion, like a chief. God says, I got you down here, and when I got you down here, I'm running at you like a warrior or a chief. Now, somebody gave me this. This is a he-man sword. This sword is, I walked to my office. I said, my God. I said, I'm putting that in my car. I'm just putting the driver's seat like, was there a problem? Come over here and say it. Is there a problem? Y'all know how some of y'all be getting, like, you be looking like, what is that, what is, what's the problem? Some of you wives, you know how you do with your husbands because he being real nice and all that. And you're like, but what is the problem? I don't understand. You walking over to the county, he's like, honey, just chill out. No, what is the problem? <laughs> See how the lady got quiet? Because I'm in your business. But I understand what the assignment was. And that's the only part I know of that song. So if there's something else to it, I promise you, I ain't even heard that. Somebody sent me one little TikTok, that's all I know. Listen. People say, I have, listen, I, people be sending me TikToks and stuff, and I'll be like, I don't have time. So literally, I'll say, send me some bullet points of what it's about, because I don't, you won't, I don't have 60 seconds to give you. So just give me some bullet points. Oh, you're going to love this. Just, can you give me the point? Like, just, just put it in a nice email. Don't even text me. Put that in an email and give me three points so I can say yes or no to it, because I 
You want me to, I, can't, I, I wish I had time. I, just, just summarize this for me. <laughs> like it's a video, I know, but just tell me what it's about. But you gotta watch it. I said, if you don't stop sending me videos. If I look, he runs at me like a warrior, a champion or a chief, pay attention. He's coming at me at a level I don't even think I'm at. Why don't you think that way? Because Job, you on the ground right now. You don't even see yourself as a champion, yet you're fighting the battles of a champion. Can I help some of y'all? Your battles have always been bigger than where you are because God's always seen you as he made you. David, I've always seen you as a king. I never saw you as a little shepherd boy. Your daddy saw you as a shepherd boy. I saw you as a king. Why? So you're going to deal with a lion and a bear and a giant as a 16-year-old boy because I never saw you as a boy. I saw you as a king. I need you to fist bump somebody say he sees you as a champion. And all you do is win, 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 no matter what. My hands go. Come on, left 15, let's go. And they stay there. And they stay there. And they stay there. Up, down, up, down, up, down. You say. Let them stay down. Okay, stop, 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 stop. I can't even, look, let me stop right there. I was going to try, though, because I remember Luda, and that's all I remember. Watch me. Look, look. You're like, God, I don't even feel like all that right now. What if I told you you don't get to decide when he decides for you need to, that you need to be wounded? You don't get to decide when he decides that you need to go through a little hurt. Because notice, say he runs at me. Say he breaks me. This ain't the devil. This is why you begged them to stay and they wouldn't. Oh my God. This is why you begged them to love you and they wouldn't. This is why you begged them to do right and they wouldn't. Because God says, this is me. And watch me, sometimes what you want is not good for you. So I will make it leave you. Look, he breaks me. But breaks in Hebrew, the language of the Old Testament, it means it causes breakthrough, causes growth, causes increase. So my breakdown is actually what causes my breakthrough. Amen. Why? Say, I need to be in this posture. Why? Because this is the posture of miracles. Let me help. Let me help. Let me help. Say, help, Bishop. I'm glad you asked. Let's do it. You ready? Woman with the issue of blood. You had this issue for 12 years. Hey, Bashaya. For some of you, you've been fighting the same thing, watch me, for more than a decade. I came to tell you, watch me, in the last two months, your decades-old battle is about to be over. I didn't come to play games with you. If you've been dealing with something in your life for longer than 10 years, I need you to hop on your feet and put a shout in this building, put a shout online, because I came to tell you, that's about, that's about to be over. That's about to be over. That's about to be. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. You ready? Yeah. Woman with the issue of blood. If you stand up, stand up. I talk so aggressive because they act like I don't know what I'm about to say. No, no, I love you. You're doing a great job. Good job, son. Good job. <laughs> Y'all remember Batman? You're number one. All right, here we go. You ready? All right, you ready? Okay, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. They do a good job. They never know when they're going to get called up. They just have to be ready. Stay ready. 
because he may call you. I just heard the Lord say, I need some of y'all to get your suits back out because you're about to go from, you're about to get the management position. If you don't open your mouth, somebody say it's about to happen suddenly. Let's go. Let's go. All right, one more issue of blood. If you try to come at Jesus, watch me, like this, there's too many people around him. So watch me. You're going to get mad. I can't get to him because that's not the posture for miracles. See, you coming at him like that is coming to him like you're his equal. And if you come to me like you're my equal, then I can't pour. Because to pour, that means you have to take a lesser position. See, some of y'all, you can't get a miracle because you don't know how to submit. I just wonder if there's any people in this building, any people online that say, listen, Lord, I spent enough of my days being arrogant and prideful. I'm not too proud to get on my knees. I'm not too proud to get low. I'm not too proud to get on the ground. Why? Because this is the posture of miracles. Some of y'all ain't never going to see nothing because you're too arrogant. But for those of us that know our next 12, are about to be our best 12 because we know how to get in the posture of miracles. Can you release a worship right? She gets, she gets, she gets low. Somebody say get low with it. She gets low. I mean, she gets low. That's me. She reaches over. I know you ain't a she, but just go with the story. He. You know why we don't know her name? Because it could be you. If he tells us the name, then that means the story is limited in context to who he names. There's several times in scripture the name isn't given. The name isn't given because the name is not known. The name isn't given because God says, I want you to put yourself there. Say your first and last name. So when he broke you down, you got low enough to where you could touch the him. And watch me. Oh, my God. We may not get any further. You ready? While everybody else is chasing all of this. You want the title, you want the position, you want your name called. But I think there's a few of us that say, you can have all that. I don't, don't want to be in your little clique, no how. I don't want to be in your little thing. No, baby, you want all of that, I want God. You can have all that, but I want to get next to the man of God because I want the oil that's on the man of God. I want the God of my man of God to be the God that's my God. Watch me. Well, everybody else... While everybody else is up in Jesus' face, she took the posture of a miracle. While everybody else was trying to be seen, she gets low. Somebody said, get low with it. And here's what they didn't understand. The Bible in Malachi says that there's healing in his wings. Say with me, wings is a Hebrew idiom. Wings is a Hebrew idiom. What's me? For the talit. Say talit. It's a prayer garment that he would have wore as a spiritual leader. Watch me. The healing wasn't around his neck. The healing wasn't around his torso. The healing wasn't getting in his face. See, some of y'all watch me. You watch me. You haven't spoken to me. You haven't had a full conversation with me. But because you take this posture, you get more than people that's always straight up in my face. Y'all ain't gonna say nothing. She took this posture, so, or he, because he's on name, takes this posture. The Bible says that healing is in the wings. The wings are on the edge of the garment. 
You ready? Say the heirs of the garment. Well, trust me, they were called the zitzits. <laughs> you ready? Which means, as, as he wore the garment, if they will bring me my garment, as, as he wore the garment, watch me, the zitzits hang to the ground. Which meant the only way to get to healing was that I had to get. So watch me. Why did he break you down? He broke you down because you needed to get low. And what you think is going to be, watch me, the end. Say, this not the end. Say, it's the beginning. Because when he breaks me, he gives me breakthrough. Say, when he breaks me, it causes growth and increase. Say, I'm grateful for my breakdown. I'm grateful for my breakdown. Say, that's why I'm about to break through. And I need some of y'all to get a teaspoon of hood. Not a whole lot, not that much. We don't want that much. Just a little bit. Just push somebody next to you and say, you're about to break through. Tell them, uh -uh, push them, push them. You're about to break through. You're about to break through. Push, push them. Ah, you're about to run up here, run up here. Give me my talit. You're about to break through. You're about to break through. Come here, come here, come here. You're about to break through. Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. Come here, come here, come here. You're about to break through. Release a praise if you know it. Get my talit, please. Y'all ready? So this next one. This next one. Look, 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 look. Say, say it hurt him. Say, but it helped him. Look at Job 42.3. Therefore, Job said, when I finally got low. Okay, come on. When I finally got low, I realized, God, I've been blaming you. And you're not the problem. To every one of you who think it's somebody else that's the problem, look at me. It's you. For everybody, thank you, who thinks... That every else, everybody else is the problem. Y'all see those long extensions right there? Bamboo earrings, at least two pair extensions in there. <laughs> the Lord had extend these are the original extensions. That's how they would wear it. That's how they were. <laughs> and then they had the little curly cues, the Z, the, the curly cues. God says, this, this. This, if you, listen, this, see everybody else coming up here. Watch me. But when I got down there, I was able to, see if I come up here, I can't touch there. Elbow somebody next to you say, he needed to break you. Say, because you talk too much. Look what Job said. Therefore, I uttered what I did not understand. Job said, I'm running my mouth, and I'm talking about stuff I don't know nothing about. You know what I can't stand is when somebody comes to ask me, and you're going to try to teach I'm the teacher. You, either, either, either you came to learn, and if you, if you want to teach, then go. You ever talk with somebody who don't know what they're doing, yet they're trying to tell you what they know? Well, what I'm trying to tell no, what I'm trying to tell you is you need to put yourself in the position of the student because you're not the teacher. Look what Job said. Job said, I was talking like I was the teacher when I was really the student. 
I'm telling God, God, you know, I don't understand this. And God, you know, this, I need to come out of this. And God, watch me. Job, I'm a faithful giver. Why am I going through this? I serve you, Lord. Why am I going through this? You ever gone through something like, you're like, God, listen, this don't make sense because I'm not perfect, but I'm doing better than her. And God says, see, you don't know what you're talking about because you're judging her based on a moment. But I'm looking past her moment and I saw her mind. Mm. You're judging her based on this moment, but I saw her mind. I saw what was in her. So Job said, I uttered, I said stuff, I should have shut my mouth. Can I help some of y'all understand something? Here's wisdom. It takes wisdom to shut up. And I mean it just as aggressive as I said it. Facebook, type it. YouTube, type it. Harvest website, type it. Say, shut up, please. please. Y'all remember Nanny Professor? And she just talking. And he said, shut up, please. Allow me to prophesy to your future. Because when you want to complain, God's going to say, if you don't. Shut up, please. Some of y'all need to text that to your kids. Shut up, please. Watch me. Job said, I've been running my mouth. I talk too long and I'm wrong when I talk. Look at the next verse. Then he says, he says, therefore I abhor myself. Job was like, I'm, I'm frustrated with me. Let me tell you how you know you're wise. When you know how to check you. I told him at the 915, the other day, I was having a moment. I was just having a complaining moment. And me, can I be honest with you? I, listen, it was valid reasons to complain. I had a whole list. I said, my God, what do you want me to do with this? <laughs> you ever had a moment where you're like, God, oh, no, I have a list. Dear Jesus, these ninjas crazy. Listen. <laughs> right? And then the Lord was like, really, son? This is what we're doing? Really, son, this is what we're doing? I called a pastor. I was like, man, listen. And, and I'm thinking he, finna, he said, look, I'm going to help you like you always help me. And then he started talking real rough. I mean, he was like real rough. like, bishop, and then, and then, and then, and then, and then, and he going, 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 going. I said, okay. So I ain't really saying nothing. He's like, you there? I said, you right. There's nothing for me to say because I just heard wisdom. So I learned how to shut up, listen, and make it happen. So I took myself the other day, and I was like, look, you are acting like, you ever know what I said? Look, sometimes you got to know how to, now don't demean yourself. Don't go calling yourself names. But I looked in the mirror the other day, I was like, if you don't quit acting like a punk. Well, watch me, say I'm wise. Because I can check myself. Job said, I checked me. He says, I abhor myself. I'm frustrated with me. And he says, I repent in dust and ashes. Everybody look at me. Watch me. He says, I was wrong. Repent. I changed my mind because I'm wrong. God, it's not you that's wrong. It's me that's wrong. Here's wisdom. You know you're finally wise. When the only one you have to criticize is yourself. For those of you who got every, list of what everybody else needs to do, look at me, look at me, look at me. This is why you got to keep going through this. Because God says, you, wanna, it's, you think it's, it's everybody else, huh? It's everybody else. It's, it's everybody else. It's, it's, it's everybody else. No, it's you. I need you to lift your hands and say, Lord, I repent in this building online. Come on, come on, come on. I need you to open up your mouth and say, Lord, forgive me for running my mouth forgive me for complaining and blaming I repent I repent 
Watch me, watch me. And dust and ashes. So here's what he says. Because remember, everything, his children's house had burned down. So literally, he's standing on the ashes of what he had built. And for some of y'all, God destroyed the first thing you built. All right, I'm going to get prophetic. He took down the first because he wants to make the latter greater. All right, let me help somebody. You lost the first house as a seed because you're about to get one that's greater. Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me. Say, and the next will be better than the previous. Y'all ain't saying that. Thank you, son. Y'all aren't saying that aggressive enough. They say the next will be better than the previous. He says, I repent. Look at me. We live in a time where people don't want to repent. The second meaning of dust and ashes is they would literally put ashes on their foreheads. And it represented a sign of repentance. You ready? In other words, they wanted everybody to know I was wrong. We live in a time now where you won't even admit you're wrong. Here's how you apologize. Well, I apologize if I offended you. That's not an apology. If you thought I did something wrong, I almost said it. Ninja, I... Uh, you, Say, I repent in dust and ashes. Look at this next part. We're almost done. Look at this next part because I'm going to have to just, we're going to have to cut through the, cut through the yard. <laughs> and the Lord, you ever been trying to get home before this time? Are you running through everybody's yards? Nobody. Because you knew if the street light was on, it was about to be on. Everybody look at me. Say, I'm in verse 10. Let's prophesy. God plays the numbers. 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 Let's count. Let's have a little elementary school lesson. January, uh-huh. February, uh-huh. March, count with me. April, May, June, July, August, September, October. How many fingers you got? Job 42. What's the verse? Say, I'm in verse 10. And the Lord restored Job's losses. Why? I finally got some wisdom from him. So God's about to restore my... I know you've been touching your neighbor a lot, but listen, come on, like, just encourage them because they ain't got nobody to help them at home, nobody to help them at work. Just the only encouragement somebody's going to get all week. Just elbow them and say, I see you in your future. And it looks like you're about to get more back. Eleven fifteen. Eleven fifteen. Eleven fifteen. I need you to find another neighbor. Just to encourage them. Say, I see you in the last two months of this year. It looks like they're gonna be better than the first ten. And it's getting ready to happen. And it's getting ready to happen. And the Lord restored. Who did it? Look at me. God did. Look at me. 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 You keep looking to people. You keep saying, why they didn't do this for me? And why so-and-so won't do this for me? And why won't so I did all of this for them. And God says, if you would get your focus off of them and realize they don't have enough to pay you back anyhow. 
Watch me, because I'm not just giving you back what you lost. I need you to keep reading. Indeed, the Lord, get, the Lord gave Job twice as much as he had before. 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 How did he get it? Because he prayed for the people who prayed on him. His friends, three of his friends came and they basically said, Job, you're going through this because there's sin in your life. You're going through this because you're doing wrong. And the Lord, and the Bible says that the Lord was angry with them because they gave God bad counsel. Everybody look at me. Whenever you are being hurt, watch me, the enemy will try to affect what you hear. Who was Job left with? His crazy wife. She says, curse God and die. You know what Job says to her? Woman, you sound foolish. Some of y'all need to tell, watch me, people who you love. Because let me tell you how the devil keeps getting you. It's through people who are close to you who you don't have your guard up with. I'm going to help some of y'all. I'm going to help some of y'all. See, you so busy, come, you come into church on guard. But you needed that at your house. Uh -uh. See, see, sometimes people can love you, but watch me, but they not be wise. And so they're giving you bad counsel. I wouldn't go to church today. Shut up. You sound foolish. Shall I only accept the good and not my wounds? Some of you need to tell, Mama, I love you, but baby, right now you sound foolish. Daddy, I love you, but right now you sound foolish. Pookie, you all right? You always sound like a fool, honestly. So I don't know why I'm surprised. Look at me, look at me. When Job prayed for who prayed on him, the Lord gave him twice as much. Noah, Noah, the flood, he lands in the mountains of Ararat, which means what, uh, what caused me pain and sorrow and grief actually made me great. Look at, the, look at it. Uh, he, the flood forces Noah to the top. What hurt him forced him to the top. Somebody say, I'm going all the way up. Well, watch me. And, and the Bible says in Genesis 9, 1, that God blessed Noah and his sons. Paul, Paul is given a thorn in his flesh. He begs the Lord three times. He says, Lord, please take this from me. And the Lord says, no, why? My grace is sufficient for you. My grace is sufficient for you. Put the screen up, please. Thank you. My grace is sufficient for you. My strength is made perfect in your weakness. What's the weakness? Say, what's the weakness, Bishop? The weakness? the weakness wasn't the weakness. The weakness was this, that he couldn't remove the thorn. There's some stuff God is like, nope, I'm not taking that. There are things I've, I have pleaded with the Lord. I said, Lord, can you please just give me what I need? You keep asking me to make cakes with no eggs and don't nobody want no applesauce. And you know what he says? Some of y'all will catch it later. It's okay, you like me, you can't cook. But I know that though. I said, Lord, he says, nope. He, he said, listen, this is what makes it a miracle. What makes it a miracle is that you did it, watch me, you triumphed with a thorn. Who cares about your story if you were, if, watch me, if you had everything you needed? What makes your story a miracle is that you did not have everything you thought you needed, but the miracle still, watch me, I know how to give God praise for what he gave me. Let me check the maturity of the wisdom of the people in this building and the wisdom of the people online. Who can thank God for what he did not? give you.
thank you for my thorn. Thank you for my thorn. Say it. Thank you for my thorn. Say it. Thank you for my thorn. So listen. All of these men, they changed when they were corrected. Their hurt, it was literally used to what? Help them. They changed when they were corrected because they were wise and honorable. Question, have you? Here's what most Christians do. You already think you're right, so anytime you fight, your fight is only to be right, not to get better. So everything you go through is, no, I'm, I'm fine because I'm on the side of righteousness. You are like so unrighteous. Stop. I just want everyone, I just want my voice to be heard. Listen, when your voice becomes, when your voice adds enough value, it will be heard. Social media makes us think that because you can talk that you have something to say. It's quiet in here. I just want, I want my truth. I want my truth. This has been the thing. Like when I hear that phrase, it literally makes my neck pop. It's my truth. I'm like, okay, no, that's exactly your truth. It's not the truth. It's your truth. It's your truth. You ready? You ready? These men changed. I showed you their change. You have to go back and look at the 915. See? You just got to come to church because you don't never know what's going to happen. You ready? Look at the scripture in Proverbs. Proverbs says this. Proverbs says, he who neglects it ignores instruction. When was I getting instruction? When was I getting discipline? Watch me. When he was breaking me. When he was breaking me, I was getting wisdom. When, he, when, he was, when, when I was being wounded, I was getting wisdom. But if I ignore it, pay attention. If I ignore it, pay attention, 1115. Because you spent your last day ignoring what your wounds were trying to make you wise about. Uh-uh. See, I've spent my last day doing that. But he who learns... From rebuke acquires understanding and grows in wisdom, the Amplified says. So here's my question, because Noah wasn't the same after the ark. Why are you the same after corona? Okay, you ain't going to say none to me? Y'all ain't going to say none to me? Why are you the same after the relationship problem? Why are you the same after financial problem? Uh-uh. I got one assignment today, and that is that change happens in you, and it happens now. Open your mouth in this building and online and say, I will not ignore wisdom another day. Come on. Uh-uh. Say, I will be corrected, and I love correction. Matter of fact, I'm looking for correction because that's proof that I'm loved. And the Bible says a father that loves his child, he will correct them. Watch me. If God's not checking you, he don't care for you. How do you know that he loves you? Because right when you think you're about to get away with it, he's like, now nah, bring your nail behind over here before I snatch you up. Who can thank God that he keeps on checking you over and over and over and over and over? Some of you, you want comfort so you don't like getting checked. Trust me, I rebuke your attitude when you get corrected. If when you get corrected, you get an attitude, you ain't wise yet. If somebody says something, I don't like the way they said it. You ain't wise yet. Correction is not supposed to make you comfortable. Listen, for those, anybody got whooped with a belt when you were coming up? All right, wait, 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 watch me. They didn't say, baby, this feel good to you. In fact, for those of you who tried to play hard, well, man, that don't even hurt. She go back further. You better fake cry. Mm -hmm. 
That's why I learned. It only took one time for my mother, and she, but she did that one time. She never had a problem for me after that day. I became the best. Nobody takes care of her the way I do. I said, you will have no trouble for me from this day forward, woman. Watch me. That's what God wants from you. God wants to say, listen, would you just finally, watch me, would you just accept correction and would you love it? Would you love it? Matter of fact, would you just say, I didn't, you didn't tell me nothing today. Tell me something today. Would you love it? Because this means you're growing in wisdom. Because when you're being wounded, when you're being hurt, there's seven things God's trying to kill in you, and then I'm done. These seven things, I'm done. Those of you standing, still stay standing, because this is going to be the fastest seven things I've ever done. Because let me tell you something. I'm hungry. This ain't even spiritual. I'm hungry. <laughs> this ain't deep. This ain't spiritual. Like, my God. I'm ready to tell them when I'm ready to eat, okay? I'm ready to send the Skype and say, this is what I need. I'm ready to go, okay? Some of y'all are hungry, too. You ain't standing because you just into the word. You standing because if I sit back down. Is it communion today? Need a snack. Let's go. These six things the Lord hates. The word hates there in Hebrew is the word same, which means God's an enemy to this thing. Pay attention. He doesn't hate people. He, there are things that people do that he does hate. I need you to hear me. God is love. Mm -hmm. He loves you. He hates some of what you do, though. And when you see this list, because all you Christian people who like to judge people, when I show you this list, you're about to see all the stuff you think he hates ain't even on his list. So for some of you who feel not good enough for God, I'm going to tell you what you're struggling with ain't even on his list. All right? Elbow somebody next to you and just say, he loves you. Say, and it seems to me like you're ready for God to blow your mind. I don't know who disqualified yourself because you got a struggle, but I rebuke what you said to yourself. I cast down what you said to yourself. Somebody say, my issue's not on his list. That doesn't mean it's not an issue. It just means there's, you, Christians will make a big old issue out of something. God is like, what? I ain't nobody talking about that. Go on now. Go on now is a southern colloquialism. Please exit the room with this foolery that you're spewing out of your mouth. It lacks any intellectual prowess and it reveals that you do not have any erudite understanding from any scholastic achievements. And the vicissitudes of life have caused you to be very dense in your understanding. I only chop it up to make sure you can eat it, but don't think I can't serve it up. Let's go. These 16 the Lord hates. Say, he hates this. this. Y'all remember, um, <laughs> it's 915, but I had to end. I remember um, in Living Color, <laughs> and, then, and the two brothers, <laughs> and they did their little skit, and they were like, hated it, but I, I, I can't go that high, let's bring it down, a few octaves, let's bring it down, say, say he hated it, watch me, seven of these things, God says, this is an abomination, so the abominable snowman. He says, this is an abomination. It's disgusting and it's dishonorable. Here's the first thing God says, I hate the most, a proud look. What does it mean? You look down on other people. 
You think you're better than other people. You think, oh, I'm around these people, but the truth is I'm better than these people. God says, uh-uh. The only time you better be looking down is to pull somebody up. Other than that, you're going to be the one that's looking up. Elbow somebody next to you say, I'm proud of you. Say, but don't be prideful. While you're judging other people, that's God hated that. They brought that woman that was caught in adultery. They brought her out. Look, Lord, look at what she's doing. And Jesus, watch me, he never addresses her. He gets on the ground and he starts writing. You want to know what he's writing? I'll tell you what he's writing. It's revealed in their response. Because the Bible says that they had stones ready to throw, to throw at the woman and stone her and kill her. But the Bible says from the oldest to the youngest, they started leaving. Why? Because Jesus says, since you want to, watch me, since you want to out her and blast her, let me put you on blast. For everybody that likes to be an exposure, you better be careful because you're sowing what you're about to reap in your own life. You better learn how to pray for people. You better learn how to pray for people. And, but you better learn, this. it ain't my job to try to throw people's business in the street. Elbow somebody next to you and say, mind your own business, please. They were prideful. And do you not know what the Bible says? When they were prideful, he checked them, not her. He looked at her and said, where are your accusers? She said, they gone. He said, now look, I know they're gone. They're going to do that anymore. Stop all that sleeping around. Don't do that anymore. But watch me. But, but what I hated was their proud look at you. Because while they calling you a hoe, they forgot they still used to. Ooh, ooh, ooh. While they were condemning you, they forgot when they had their days where they was dropping it like it was hot and they needed to pick it up because it was lukewarm. God says, I hate when you treat people like that. You have a proud look. You're snub-nosed. You're arrogant. You don't follow no protocol because you think you're exempt. You have a proud look. You're arrogant. And God says, I hate that, which, watch me, which means I'm an enemy to that, which means I'll keep wounding you until you get wise. I will kill your pride. And how does God kill pride? He'll let you build up and then he'll knock you down. Oh my God. I don't know who this is for. Just the voices right through here. I don't know who this is for, but this word is about to save you from getting knocked down off the high place you got to. Because your pride was about to get you knocked to your face again. But somebody open your mouth and say, thank you, Lord, for correcting me. Number two, come on, we got to go. Number two, number two, number two, number two, number two, a lying tongue. There's over 30 types of lies. <laughs> Here's the most practiced lies, deflecting. You change the subject. Why would I do that, liar? Omission. You didn't tell us everything, liar. Pathological. You don't live in reality, liar. Exaggeration. Everybody talking. No, you and your crazy sister talking. That ain't everybody. People are saying this. People ain't saying nothing. You sat up and said it in the car, and you think other people think demented like you. The Bible says to the pure, everything's pure, but to the, watch me, to the defiled, everything is defiled, which means what you have to say says more about you than the reality. Sensationalism, dismissal, that's crazy, but you didn't deny it, though. And white lies, you fight to keep fake peace. I ain't going to tell my wife, okay, it's fake peace. Because look, she worked for the FBI. She's going to find <laughs> She is an unpaid staff member of the Federal Bureau of Investigation. Your kids. <laughs> when I was riding the other day, when I was riding the other day, 
One of the couples uh, I was riding the other day uh, from the guest church or the church, the host church, I was riding the other day, they got a message from their kid. And the kid said, can you pick us up this type of ice cream? And they were like, that's weird. Why would they ask for that? They said, because they were tracking them on their tracker to see where their parents were. I said, these kids. I said, I wish my kid would. Tracking me. Some of you parents, you wonder why they always ask you for stuff at a certain time, because they're watching you. Can we go to Chick-fil-A? Don't tell me you ain't buy it. Watch me, watch me, watch me. Say, Lord, forgive me for a lying tongue. How many people you can be honest in the last 12 months you've lied? Listen, because there's 30 types. These are the most practiced. You deflected. You didn't intentionally come out and be very direct with a bold-faced lie. Mm -mm, mm -mm. It was just a little exaggeration. Everybody's saying, mm -mm, that ain't everybody. That's a lie. Four people said it, and all four of them people have a bad attitude. <laughs> Therefore, it's not even worthy of being considered. Mm. Hands that said innocent blood, you destroy other people without cause. Everybody stand on your feet. We're going home. Well, you're going home. I'm going to eat. Hands that said innocent blood, you destroy other people without cause. You literally will tear other people down for no reason. You literally, everybody's standing. You will tear other people down for no reason. Well, watch me, watch me. A heart that devises wicked plans. You have deceitful ideas, schemes, scams. Look at this, iniquity. Pay attention. God says, y'all ready? <laughs> Holy Ghost, keep my tongue. Deceitful ideas. Say, I will not be a deceiver. Say, I will not be a schemer. I will not be a scammer. How you got seven kids on your tax return? I'm, let's go. Let's, let's move on. Let's move on. I'm just asking. I, I didn't say anything. I'm just asking. Iniquity. Generational sin that's passed down. Look at these last few. Feet, feet that are swift to running to evil. This means you run to what's bad for you. If I look at me, if I look at me, the enemy for some of you, he doesn't even have to fight you because you run to what's bad for you. You're feeling lonely, so you run to what's bad for you. You're feeling bad, so you run to what's, what, what's, what's bad for you. Well, watch me. Watch me. You run to calamity. Every time it's a problem, your name's in it. Matter of fact, if there's a problem, we can pretty much guess the names that are involved. Somebody say, God hates that. Say, Lord, forgive me for practicing that. See, the hurt was supposed to get you out of this. He's the last two ones. Uh, watch me. Look at this. Verse 19. A false witness who speaks lies. What is this different than a lying tongue? A lying tongue is lying to people. A false witness means you lie to people about people. God says, I hate that. God says, I hate the fact that you told them that it was them that was wrong when you knew the whole time you never shared the part that you were wrong. It's quiet in this building. Say, Lord, forgive me for my lying tongue. Forgive me for being a false witness. Here's this last one, and we're done. Literally, it's the last one. And one who sows discord amongst the brethren. God says, I hate people who start mess. And not the person, but I hate what they do. God says, I hate those that sow mess through gossip. 
so messed through dishonor, so messed through rebellion, so messed through attitude. And watch me, they sow it, then they leave. They'll call you with some mess. They'll start some mess with you. I cleanse the spirit of that vestibule. Harvest, hear me. We are those that will build one another up. We are those that will speak life into one another. We are not those that will tear one another down. We are not those that will gossip. We are not those that walk. If that's what you want to do, I rebuke the spirit in you right now in Jesus' name. Say, we will not practice what he hates. They start mess between brethren. Brethren is a church word, which means specifically this often happens, watch me, amongst believers. There, there's certain people, they'll call me and, man, did you, I, say, I don't want to hear none of that. Well, you know, I'm just trying to, I don't, for what? You're trying to sow discord. And you better be careful because God hates this. Not only does he hate it, this seventh one, he says, it's disgusting. It's disgusting to me that you feel important by tearing other people apart. It's disgusting and dishonorable to me that you feel important, start mess, and then leave. And some of y'all not saying nothing, which means the Sioux is yours, perfect size. Say, Lord, forgive me for sowing discord. If I look at me, if I look at me. We have all done these seven. My hands up first. My hands up first. Say, Lord, in Jesus' name, you're not with that. You wanted my wounds to remove that from me. So in Jesus' name, I repent, God. Forgive me, Lord. In Jesus' name. I will no longer practice these things. Give me the grace to not walk in those things another day of my life. You're not with it, so I'm not with it. In Jesus' name. I'm wiser because of my wounds. As a result, the last two months are about to be better than the first ten. In Jesus' name. Say, I got a promise now. I got wisdom now in Jesus' name. I know you've been clapping a lot. We're about to go home. But can you just give God one more great praise in the building and online? Go. You can be seated. If you're in this building or you're online, you can be seated. Why did you have a stand a moment ago? Because you needed a stretch. If you're in this building or you're online and you need to give your life to the Lord for your first time or you want to recommit yourself to the Lord or you want, there's such a strong prophetic mantle and I want to flow in it. But let's, we'll move. We may do after church search or something. Yes, Lord. If you're in this building or you're online you need to give your life to the Lord for the first time, Number two, recommit yourself, Lord. I you like, Bishop, I don't know where God, things stand with God, but I want to be sure today, if that's you, wherever you're at, in this building or online, I simply want for you to wave your hand if you're in the building online, do the hand wave emoji and say it's me. God's not mad at you. He's not angry at you. Watch me. While he hates those things, he does not hate you. That's good news. Somebody said, that's amazing news. He loves me unconditionally. 
need to become a Christian or recommit yourself to the Lord, wherever you're at in this building or online, online, do the hand wave emoji, say it's me. In the building, just lift your hand up. No guilt, no condemnation, no shame. This is your moment. One, don't miss your moment. Two, God's coming to get you. Respond now. One, two, three, if that's you. Hands up in this building. Hands up in this building. God bless you. God bless you. Hallelujah. I see you. Online, do that hand wave emoji or say it's me. Come on, church, can we thank God for those that are coming to the Lord today? Everybody pray this. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. Because of this belief, because of this confession, if this is my first time praying this, I am now a Christian. If I was far from you, I am reconnected to you. Great days are here for me. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. You just prayed that prayer for the first time or recommitted yourself to the Lord. Text the word decision to 877-552-4746. Did you make a decision to become a Christian for the first time or recommit your life to Jesus? We want to help you make Christianity a lifestyle and not just a hobby. So just text the word decision to the number 877-552-4746. And we'll send simple next steps so you know what to do next. We're praying for you and congratulations. Remember, your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you. In the app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Remember to love God, love people, and love life. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday ah feel the whoa with listerine at bj's you can save two dollars and fifty cents now on listerine products like total care anti-cavity fluoride fresh mint mouthwash or cool mint pocket packs fresh breath strips at your nearest bj's location experience the feeling of a million germs zapped in seconds with listerine discount available through december 24th save now only at bj's